0: At our Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. We'll be talking about prayer for several weeks to come. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to pray. Prayer changes things. Amen. Most importantly, most importantly, Judy, prayer changes us. Prayer changes us, and when we are changed, it changes things around us. It changes our perspective on things. We look at things differently, and all of a sudden, we're more dominated by the Spirit than we are by the flesh. Amen. Somebody say amen. So one more time, say this word. Look at your neighbor and say, this word is for me. Can I take my time and just teach a little bit, initially? I told Justin during worship, I said, if I get raptured this morning, just take over. And he said, so are you going by yourself? (laughs) And I said, well, Enoch did. He got translated, amen? Amen. How many like to get so close to God that you were just not? The Bible says Enoch walked with God and he was not. All of a sudden, where's Enoch? No one knows. Amen? Something to think about. Prayer. Prayer is not an option. Prayer is a necessity. So it's so important we must have, and I want want you to pay close attention, we must have a kingdom understanding of prayer. If you take the understanding of prayer outside of the kingdom, all you have is a religious activity. Amen. And prayer was never meant to be a religious activity. Prayer is the most misunderstood kingdom concept. People, most people pray because they don't know how to pray. Uh, how many believe it's the most important thing in the kingdom? Isn't that interesting? It's the most important thing in the kingdom, and we all believe that, yet it's the, mis- the most misunderstood thing in the kingdom. Amen? John Wesley said, It seems that without God, man cannot, but without man, God will not. So you're important. Look at your neighbor and say, you're important. Look at them again and say, you're important. Somebody say, this body is important. Oh, this is gonna, I'm gonna kill a sacred cow this morning now. We're gonna shoot one right between the eyes. But what, what, what did John Wesley mean by that? He said, on earth, man can do nothing without God. But there's another reality. God will not do anything on earth without man. Amen. So here's the principle. There has to be a partnership between heaven and earth. Amen? In order for things to be happening on earth. So what happens on earth Depends on you. So the definition of prayer. Prayer is actually an earthly license. Elder for heavenly interference. Are you guys with me? Are you if you're with me so far shout amen. We're going to get there in a minute. I'm just teaching you a little bit. How many believes when God speaks, his words are binding? How many believes if God speaks something and then that's, that settles, it's done? How many believes that's an unbreakable contract? He, sa- he always says exactly what he means. He never lies and he never says, whoops, made a mistake. He says, Doris, what he says is binding. It's his word. God will not back off of his word. Are you with me? So, Genesis 1 and verse 26. That's our base verse, and we'll be going back to that several times this morning. God gave absolute dominion to Adam and Eve. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. He took his power his right to rule and control the earth, and he gave it to physical human beings. In a sense, he excluded himself. Boy, that'll mess with your thinking, won't it? Guy's going to have to get out of that religiosity this morning. We're going to get there. You pastors praying for me? So the most powerful thing on earth is you. Amen? Amen? God created man. What is man? What is a human? Here's the most important discovery of your life. How many of you remember back a long time ago I taught on spirit, soul, and body? Okay, you got to get this. You don't have a spirit. You are a spirit. You don't have a spirit. You are a spirit. When God created man, He used the Hebrew word "ish" and it means spirit. So He created man a spirit. All right, I'm gonna go with this. He created man a spirit, and then He says, "Okay, I I, I need he, he, I need a body, buddy, for this spirit." So He 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 formed a body out of the and the dirt. The dirt is called humus, and the spirit is called man. So what you are is a humus man. We took off the middle syllable and we have human. Now, the humus, the body, is one hundred percent dirt. But the man is one hundred percent spirit. Are you with me? So here's the deal. This messes up people's people's thinking. So it doesn't matter what color the dirt is, it doesn't matter if the dirt's black or white or brown or yellow or red or whatever it's still just dirt so don't ever measure your worth by your dirt that's the problem we measure our worth by our dirt that's not your worth that's so why we have all these conflicts and people think they're better than others and blah, blah, blah and everything else and there's racial divide and it's because of the... No, 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 no. God just used a different colored dye in that dirt. It's all just dirt. That's why when you, when you leave here, you go back to dirt. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. Come on, somebody shout Amen. So, a human is a spirit being in a dirt body. Amen. Amen. So, when God created the human race, He put the spirit man in a dirt body and told him, Here we go. God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Everybody say, Let them. Come on. Come on. Say it again. Say, Let them. He said, Let us make man, right? But he said, Then let them have dominion. It'd been so much easier if he'd have said, Let us have dominion, right? God excluded himself. How many believes God stays true to his word? Let them have dominion over the fish, the sea, the fowl, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So we are to have dominion. The only being that has the legal right on earth to function is a spirit in a dirt body. Somebody got to pray for your pastor. I told you this may be the most important message I've ever spoke to you. I've been carrying it for two weeks now. You have to have a dirt, a spirit has to function from a dirt body to be legal. It's why demons are illegal. It's why demons are illegal. Amen? They don't have a body. That's why they're trying to possess people so they can legally function to do work in the spirit of darkness. I'm about to blow up. This may be the day. Are y'all with me? If you're with me, shout amen. amen. Look, at, look at Psalm 89, 34. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We got to go, don't we? Somebody say we got to go. A lot of ground to cover. Look at Psalm eight. look here what he said. My covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. And what did he say? He said, come on, two words. Oh, you're Mr. Q. He said... We're going to try this one more time. He said, let them. Come on now, you say it. He said, one more time. He said, all right. So again, your body is important on the earth. That's why when you lose your body, you become illegal and you have to leave. We call it death. You're illegal. You have to leave. We call it death. What did Paul say? What did Paul say? Paul said to be absent from the body... It's to be present. So he's saying it's not about, you know, he said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So when your body dies, you have to leave. Amen? If you believe that, say amen. Spirits never die. It's your body that dies. So any spirit on earth without a body is illegal. Again, that's, that's why demons are illegal on earth. Demon possession is simply a demon spirit trying to use your body to become legal. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody, you, you, you're going to get that. You know what? That's why we can cast them out. That's why we have the authority to cast them out. Is anybody with me? If you're with me, shout amen. So God chose to make himself illegal on earth. God said, let them have dominion over the earth. He didn't say let us. God didn't have an earth. Uh, 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 God didn't have a dirt body. He gave that to us. So he never, he never, he never, he never breaks his word, Blake. He never breaks what he speaks. Amen. Somebody shout, Amen. He never breaks what he speaks. So what happened in Genesis chapter one and verse twenty-six? This is where prayer was born. Let them. You're going to see prayer from a whole different perspective and stop pounding on the altar and saying, oh, I'm way ahead of myself, but saying, come on, God, do something, do something, do something. God said, I did. Amen. 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 Question. Have you ever wondered why God didn't stop Eve from eating the fruit? We say an apple, who knows what it was, right? We just commonly think apple. Have you ever wondered why God didn't stop? Come here, Sarah. Come here. You're going to be our Eve. Sorry. Pick the fruit off the tree. Now, how many believes God heard the conversation? How many believes God knew exactly what was going on? How many believes God saw... Eve picked the fruit. Now, take a bite. Why didn't God stop her? How many ways he could have? He's an all-powerful, omnipotent God, but yet he couldn't stop a little skinny girl from eating a fruit. If God would have stopped Eve from eating the fruit, he would have violated this word and we can never trust him again. Are y'all hearing me? And what would have happened was, here's what would have happened. If he would have knocked the fruit, thank you, that was better, out of her hand, how many knows a few days later, she'd have probably done the same thing and it had to knock it out of her hand again. And then all of a sudden you have this cycle of, come on, are y'all with me? Y'all know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden you have this cycle of God always having to interfere and stop you from doing something. But God don't do that. God gave you dominion. He gave you authority. He didn't interfere. He didn't. It's his word. Are you with me? Thank you, Sarah. That's why I didn't stop her. And then, you know, Randy and I were talking about this morning. David, if God did that, you know, and then God would have to decide what to stop and what not to stop. I'll stop this and I'll let that go on. I'll stop. No. God don't get, you know, everybody's saying, boy, I wish God would get involved here. God's saying, I wish you would get involved here. I wish God would do something. We got all this chaos in the world. Oh, glory. It's because we're walking in darkness and we're not realizing. I'm about to throw this apple to somebody. I'm 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 real excited. Can you tell? And I only had one cup of coffee and I ain't had no energy drinks. Oh hallelujah. Satan, Lucifer, was illegal on earth. That's why he had to use the serpent. The serpent was 100% dirt. And he negotiated with the serpent and said, I, I want to use your body. And because of that, God put a curse on the serpent. Remember, he used to walk. It's, it's hard to picture that in your mind, but he used to have legs and walk around. He says, I'm going to curse you. You no longer have legs. You'll, walk, you'll crawl up on the dust of the earth. Right? So he negotiates with, with the serpent. And he, you know, you know, you don't want to get out of this. Sometimes Satan knows the word better than we do. Because he knew what God had spoken. He says, the only way I'm going to function legally down there is if I have a body. So he gets, he gets the serpent's body. Oh, y'all, y'all got to see that. Somebody say amen. So the serpent was cursed. He allowed the devil to use his body. The whole human race was about to be corrupted. But God could not get involved. Not because he was weak, not because of any of those things. He is faithful to his word. And the whole human race collapsed. And we declared our independence from our father. Amen. Are you guys with me? If you're with me, shout amen. Are we we good so far? We're going to get there. In Genesis, now God, James, God couldn't get involved. But Satan forgot that God still knew how to talk. Oh, I'm about to blow up now. So in Genesis 3.15, God makes a promise. Look at your neighbor and say promise. Come on, look at your neighbor and say promise. Come on, look at your neighbor and say Promise. In Genesis 3.15, God says, come here. God says, the same woman that you used to mess things up, I'm gonna use that same woman and her seed is gonna crush your head. Oh, I don't don't know if you got that or not. I'm gonna say it again. He said, that woman that you used To mess things up, I'm going to use the seed of that same woman, and I'm going to crush your head. He said, I'm going to put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So God made a promise, right? Everybody shout promise. Come on, everybody shout promise. You sit down. Now, the the thing is, the entire Old Testament. You guys got to help me, man. The entire Old Testament is, is... is, is a promise being fulfilled of God saying, I'm coming, I'm coming. The, whole, the entire Old Testament, basically is Christ saying, I'm coming, I'm coming. He's a wheel in a wheel. He's a fire shut up in my palms. He's a rod stretched over the Red Sea. He's a sling knocking down a giant. Oh, come on, somebody, you're gonna get this in a minute. He's a fourth man in the middle of the fire. Amen. He's one that's shutting the mouths of the lions. Oh, come on. Somebody help me in this room. The, the entire Old Testament is, a pro, is, is this promise saying I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Isaiah got a little more details. I, Isaiah received more than I'm coming. He received some deep Details. He says the virgin will be with child. You're going to call his name Emmanuel. You know what Emmanuel means? In Emmanuel. In man Elohim. Remember, without a body, you're illegal. In man Elohim. It means God in man. Or as in the New Testament, God with us. Oh, we got to get that. Isaiah 9, 6. Little more details. He said, for unto you a child is born, a son is given. A child is born, a son is, is given. Don't confuse the child with the son. That's where we mess it up. Somebody needs to pray for your pastor. Don't confuse the child with the son. Mary is the mother of the child, but she's not the mother of the son. The child is the body. The son is the spirit. God put the son in the child. The child is the dirt body, but the son is the spirit. Mary gave birth to the body. She gave birth to the house, but the son is the residence. Don't confuse the two. Can I teach you? Are you with me? Yeah. The child is what makes the son legal. So the child, Jesus, makes the son, Christ, legal. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody help me. And what happens? We get in the New Testament and the angel comes and says, Mary, you're highly favored. I need to use your body. Be it so unto me, Lord. Amen. Amen. Remember, the Son. Everybody shout the Son. Galatians four four says, "In the fullness of time, Son was given." John three sixteen says, "For God so loved the world that He gave." What did Isaiah say? Son is given. God gave. Amen. Are you seeing this? The son was given. Look at your name and say, the son was given. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. So the word of God comes into the womb. Flesh starts growing around the womb. I mean, uh, uh, the word of God comes into the womb. The flesh starts growing around the word. Oh, glory. Amen. What's the scripture say? The word of God became flesh and, yeah. Yeah. and dwelt among us. You know, I, I was studying this. I was studying this reading and I came across this interesting this interesting fact. Do you understand that when, when, a, when a mother's carrying a baby that the blood of the two don't mix? You healthcare professionals. The blood of the two don't mix. In fact, the, the baby can be born with a completely different blood type than the mother. So those two don't mix they don't intermingle. Mary's blood didn't mix with Christ's blood because his blood was going to be the blood that was going to save an entire world. And her blood was tainted, because, oh, glory, because of sin, Right? You know, the only time they said, it's, oh, and I love this, they said it's possible that when the child is born, that at that point some of the child's blood can touch the mother's blood. You know what that told me? That she gave birth to the one and his blood saved her. Oh, glory. Somebody needs to give him praise in this room for the blood of Jesus. You know what? The blood of Jesus. You know what the chromosomes were in the blood of Jesus? Adonai and Elohim. That's the chromosomes. It's the DNA of God, and it has enough power to save the world. Oh, somebody needs to praise him. Come on, you need to give him praise for the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody say, thank you, Lord, for the blood. That's another message for another time. But we're redeemed, Elder Rice, we're redeemed by the blood. Somebody shout amen. I'm way ahead of myself. So, what did they tell What did they tell Mary? Now get this, what did they tell Mary? They said, you shall call him Jesus, right? Call the child Jesus, right? You shall call him Jesus. Somebody shout amen. Amen. But the son is already named. He's Christ. He's the anointing. He's the Christos. He's the, he's the anointing. You know, put this verse. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. I know I, know I have to stop here occasionally, but you got to get this word. It's important you get this word. Put this verse. Here. Look, at, look at Mark 6.3. We may have to preach this again. We may have to teach on this for a while, right? Look at Mark 6.3. Here's why the religious leaders... And the people, the religious people, and those around didn't, didn't get this. He, had, he was out here performing miracles and doing all these great things, Curtis. And they said, is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary? Well, see, they missed it. He was not the son of Mary. He was the son of God. Amen. Baby, Mary gave birth to the, to the child, the body. Amen? Are you guys with me? If you're still with your pastor, shout amen. Amen. That's why it was so important when Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Some says Elijah, some says Jeremiah, some says someone of the prophets. He said, what about you? Who do you say I am? This sheds whole new light on this revelation. Peter said, you're the Christ, the son of God. Other people are seeing you as Jesus. They're seeing you as just a body. They're seeing you just as the carpenter's son. No, you're the Christ. You're the son of God. And this is another message, but that's why Jesus said, this revelation comes from the father. And he said, because of this revelation, I'm gonna give you the keys because you understand that I'm the son of God. You understand the anointing. All right, let me give you another one. How remembers when they're questioning Jesus? Oh, this is so good. This, well... I don't know. I don't know if I bring this now or bring it later. How many remembers when they're questioning Jesus about what authority? See, see, here's the deal. I'm, I'm ahead of myself. That's why I said I'm going to give it an hour later, Blake. But see, here's the deal. And I'm trying. I'm going to bring this all back around, and I'm going to. I'm going to. We're going to summarize all of it. But here's the deal. God has the power, but you have the authority. How many remembers when they asked Jesus? How many knows he, often refer, he was referred to himself as the Son of Man? He referred to him as the Son of God. Right? How many remembers when they asked Jesus, By what authority do you do these things? And he said, By the authority of the Son of Man. That's what gives me legal authority. Oh, you'll get that in a minute. Because I have a body. And God said, Let them. Are y'all with me? We're still there. If we're still there, shout amen. Get up here, band. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. So Jesus made Christ legal. This is where This is where we get the incarnation of Christ. You know what carnal means? It means dirt. Incarnation means the spirit entered dirt, became a human. So Jesus is 100% man and Christ is 100% God. And Satan didn't know what to do with that. Amen? He came into the human race. Now, you always wonder, why did, why did God have to come here in a human body? Now you know. In car- I was telling Randy, I, all my life, buddy, all my Christian life, all my Christian life, that's the one thing. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going to be open and transparent with you. The one thing that I struggled with is the, the humanity, Chris, of Christ and the deity of Christ. How could he be human and how could he be God? But now I get the incarnation. Jesus was 100% man. Christ was 100% God. Oh, glory. Do you receive that? If you receive that, can you give God praise? Can you give God praise? Oh, come on, give him praise. The spirit entered the dirt. So this brings meaning to the statement that prayer is man giving God license to interfere on earth. God never did anything in the earth without a human. And we're going to talk about that in the weeks ahead. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to make that statement again. God never did anything in the earth without a human. Someone in dirt. How about this? God don't use you because you're pure. (laughs) Don't pat yourself on the back. He uses you because you're dirt. And the quicker you get that revelation, the more God's going to be able to use you. Because you think, oh, God uses me because I'm all this and I'm all that. No, he don't. (laughs) He uses you because you're dirt. He's ever had a pastor stand in the pulpit and say, you're dirt? You're 100% dirt. You know what? Your body is so important to God. Your body is so important to God that He divide He, he, he came up with this plan called healing. Yes. Because He wants to use your body. The spirit without a body is just gone. A lot of times people think God wants to, God, God, you know, a lot of people, they come up for prayer and they think God wants to heal them so they can feel good. No, it's not just so you can feel good. It's so you can be used by God. That's why God has healed this woman because of the teaching she's done here in the past several weeks. He was ready to take her home. Oh, y'all ain't getting that. She was ready to go home. Everything messed up. God says, I'm healing you because, see, oh glory, these people need to hear. He heals us. He heals this body because He wants to use you. Be careful. The moment you stop allowing Him to use you, He might just let the thing go on. Are y'all with me? If you're with me, shout amen. Are you receiving this teaching? It's going to change your whole perspective of prayer. I'm trying to get you there. So prayer's not... an option he wants to use your use you to impact your region. Somebody say he wants to use me to impact my region. You know and that's what we pounding out. God send revival, God send revival. It's not happening. We got to stop praying different. Start praying different let them you start taking dominion over things in your life spiritually you start taking authority over things in your family you start taking authority over things in your region we cast the demons out you're illegal you don't belong here you're illegal yay i cast out the demons of poverty i cast out the demons of drug addiction i cast out the demons of pornography come on we have the authority to do that because we're a spirit living inside a body Makes me so much glad, much more glad that I own two gyms because I'm getting people's bodies in shape so God can use the spirit. They're on a treadmill. Come on, somebody get with me. That's why, oh, I could, Robert, I, I, I could, I could, I could so much, I could, I could speak that, you know, that's why the devil created french fries. He wants to kill your body. Amen? All this junk we take into our body. Come on. Can y'all, will y'all help your pastor preach? All this junk we take into the temple and there's a spirit that's in here saying don't put that junk in here. I need to use this body. Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Quit putting that junk in there. That's good preaching, Pastor. Are you with me? So prayer's not an option, it's a necessity. Your body's important to God. One more time, that's why when you lose it, you have to leave. When your body stops working, you have to leave. Amen? So Christ is a spirit and he's illegal here without a body. Here we go. You guys ready? Give me something a little more upbeat. Come on. I'm about to blow up up here. Come on. I know you guys can play something. Give me some drumbeat or something, Brian. Help him out. So I'm going to bring this thing to a close. Here we go. Christ never died. Jesus died this brings you're going to read the Bible differently when Jesus was on the cross the Bible says he gave up the ghost the spirit he gave up the spirit Christ the son of God right if you look at that it just says he just kind of he released it he released it Oh glory Somebody help me So Jesus is on the cross And Christ Goes down into Hades Down into Sheol And Lucifer says You can't come down here You're not dead Jesus says Yeah I am My body's up there So he puts his hand On Lucifer's belt Three keys Death Hell grave. He checks them jucks them off. He says, you're reigning on a counterfeit throne. You're wearing a counterfeit robe. And then he walks over. Oh, I love this. I heard a preacher say that I love this. And then he, then, he, then he, he turns around. He's going to go over, on over here, but he turns around and looks at him and he says, I'll be back. Oh, come on. Somebody needs to help me in here. And then you know what happens, Buddy. He goes over to the dungeon and he starts opening doors. He says, come on, Moses. He says, come on, Joshua. He says, come on, Abraham. Come on. He says, come on, Isaac. Come on, Jacob. Come on, are you with me? He says, come on, David. He says, come on, Daniel. Oh, are you with me? Come with you, guys. Come on, come up here. Come up here. Come on, you guys. Got. Are you going to heaven or not? And then he comes up, and he deposits them before the Father. Right? And then he says, "I got to go back down. I have unfinished business." And I can hear Gabriel say, "You can't go back down there. You don't have a body." Jesus says, I got one in the tomb. It's still there. I'm going to resurrect it. This should change your whole thinking on the verse title that says, The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies. said yeah I got one I'm going to go back down there and resurrect it so he comes back down he gets he comes back and Christ comes back into the body of Jesus he appears to the disciples yeah what's the scripture say oh, 500 people he appears to them many infallible proofs right? to prove that you know what the purpose of that was to prove that he had power over death This changes everything, guys. Look at this. This changes everything. Pastor, what did he say? Then, Liz, when he's getting ready to leave and go to heaven, and they're watching him leave, they're watching him go up. You know what he said? He said, this same Jesus that you see leaving is going to return someday. But he said, Christ is going to come back immediately. Wait at Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high. And somebody says, Jesus is going back, but Christ is going to stay. He can't stay. He don't have a body. And I hear Christ saying, Christ saying, yeah, I got a body, but it don't have two eyes and two hands and two feet. It's got millions of eyes and milk and millions of hands and millions of feet. Oh, come on. Somebody needs a praise. That's why. The church is never called the body of Jesus. That's why you are called the body of Christ. You are his body through the plow. That's why he said, the things I do, you shall do, and even greater. Because there's millions of you, this changes everything. You are the you are the body of Christ. Let them. Somebody shout. Let them. No oh, glory. Somebody needs to help me. So it's important. That's why the scripture says, "Pray without ceasing." And there's so many things I want to share with you in the weeks ahead. This is why Jesus said, "Men, I ought always to pray and not to faint." Cuz you got to get this. When you stop praying, heaven shuts down. That's why Jesus said, "I give you the keys to the kingdom." What what's of you buying on earth is going to be balanced. That's why the enemy don't want us to pray. Are y'all with me? If you're with me, shout amen. Okay, how about this one? Make a point of contact with someone. Okay. (laughs) Put Put Matthew 18, put Matthew 18, 18, 19 up there. Oh, I'm preaching you six weeks worth of messages in one day. I say to you that if any two of you shall agree, where? If any two of you shall agree, where? Come on, say it again, where? As touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is if we agree, Elder, on earth. that's the power he has the power but we have the authority he gave it to us let them somebody shout amen now enclose them enclose them and this is going to one of what I'm talking about in authority we're going to pray you're going to pray differently there's I, I, so much I want to speak to you and we'll share it in a week's ahead, but you're going to pray I've shared something with you guys How Jesus prayed. Stop pounding the altar. Let them start operating in the authority that you have because of the power of Him He has. Right? Are y'all receiving this? Here we go. In closing, let me know the enemy always tries to throw a stick in this, folks. Let me know even when even when the preacher's preaching, you'll be sitting there and the enemy puts these thoughts in your mind. He'll say, "Well, what about this? What about that?" Right? happened. Wait a minute. What about that verse? This, this sheds light on everything. Okay, here's the deal. What did he say? When you pray, pray in whose name? In Jesus' name. Do you understand when he said pray in the name of Jesus, that meant pray in the authority of Jesus. And what that really means, if you'll get that now, The only reason Jesus had authority here is because he came in a body. And now that authority is through this body. So when you're praying, you're praying through the power of Christ, but you're praying in the authority of Jesus. What authority? The Son of Man. What authority? The name of Jesus. Because Jesus came here legal in a body. Now, we are the body of Christ. Come on, let's lift our hands to heaven. Let's pray. Come on, worship team. Come on, let's pray. Father, we function right now as the body of Christ. We speak in the authority of Jesus. Come on. Can we take authority right now over distractions? Come on, somebody come into agreement. We take authority over distractions. Come on, somebody. Come on, leadership. We take authority over every little thing, elder, every lie of the enemy over the little foxes that spoil the mind. We take authority over those things. And that's... Body of Christ through the authority of Jesus, we cast that. Oh, come on, somebody, come on, open your mouth and start to speak. Come on, open your mouth and start to speak. I take authority over demonic demons. You're illegal here, you have no power. Pa- oh, come on, somebody needs to get that. Quit giving them credit, they're illegal here, they have no power, they have no authority. We are the body of Christ. Oh, we speak that every thought will become, would come, captive, become captive to the obedience of Christ. Quit thinking like. We declare that this morning in the name of Jesus. Do you see something happen in the spirit? When you pray with that faith, Francis, when you pray from that perspective, listen, and you start getting that in your spirit, it don't take long for things to start happening because you're believing it. You really believe that what you're, if you don't believe what you're praying is manifesting, you're wasting your time. Just words. Amen. How many of you word this morning? Can we give God praise? Come on, somebody shout. We are the body of Christ. Come on, it again. We are the body of Christ. We have authority on the earth because God gave it to us in Jesus' name. <laughs> let them come on. Somebody shout. Let them come on. Shout. Let them. All right. Let's, let's 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 pray, worship, find us a place. Come on, worship team. If you would like to know more about our Father's House and upcoming events. Log on to Our Father's House, ky.org.